Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hello, all my friends. It's me, Julianne Hartman, and we are here again for another awesome, amazing time. It is the best, and so I am just so excited that we're here and that you guys are here joining me too and um you know we just get so many awesome testimonies and i it just blows me away each week what is being said and just the the uh the healing that's taking place but you know what the most important well of course the healing is important but you know what else is very important the more one thing that's very important is the discipleship that's happening because the learning that's going on the life changing, uh, the um, renewing the mind that's happening, because honestly, that's really what it is. It's about that getting that mind renewed, those minds that, you know, it's like you've got the new wine skin, but you've got the old mindset, which is, you know, a problem because it's going to, because of the new wine, it's going to burst the old wine skins because it can't handle it. And so, which is good because you don't want to have those old wineskins. You really don't. You want to have, I'm not, we know that it's your mind, right? So you want to keep those words that are so fresh and so encouraging and so important that we are keeping the, the encouragement going on in our own hearts. You know, it's like you guys are listening seven days a week and that is awesome. And I mean, where else can you go where you get live teaching seven days a week? I don't know where else you can go, but it's really important though, that, you know, we also stir ourselves up in our most holy faith because it's important. Um, cause we're with each other 24 seven. I mean, we're with ourselves 24 seven, right? So that's why it's really important that we are encouraging ourselves. Cause let me tell you something. I've spent many days discouraging myself and I know that, you know, we've all had that happen too as well. And sometimes that, you know, that's not good. Obviously, it's not good at all. So today, today's talk is about is healing for all. And that is a very big question. And unfortunately, a lot of churches don't agree on healing. Isn't that stupid? Like, why? I don't understand that. It's like, do you take out those pages in the Bible? Because whether you see the healing or not does not mean that Jesus is the healer or not. I mean, I'm just being very honest because it's true. I, I can't go based on people's experiences because if I did, I'd be one day here, the next day there, you know, tossed to and fro, being a double-minded person, which we know that the Bible talks about that and says that that person that's double-minded is stable in all, is, I'm sorry, is unstable in all their ways. So we got to be careful of that because it is true. We will become unstable because one, you know, we might get around these friends, they believe, these friends don't. These ones think that it's all part of, you know, God knew that you were going to get cancer and, you know, God knew that he was going to, you know, that you were going to die from it or whatever, you know, and, uh, and he didn't do anything about it. Well, see, that doesn't make sense because he already did do something about it before any of us were born. That's called Jesus on the cross, right? So again, there's just so many different things and different uh, doctrines. And sometimes it's better if you just talk to somebody that knows nothing about Jesus at all. 
so that you can start off with the truth so that they don't have any preconceived ideas of, you know, Jesus, you know, the, the punisher, you know, or God, the punisher or God, God, the, you know, just whatever that doctrine may be, which is just horrible and just crazy. Thank God I did not learn that. You know, I did, I did come from a faith church actually it was called Crenshaw Christian Center, Dr. Fred, Frederick Casey Price and Dr. Betty Price. And I did learn about healing. However, healing, I could pray for the people, but healing didn't work for me. So what was I going to say? That healing doesn't work at all? That Jesus is a liar? That the word of God, the Bible is not true? I mean, think about it. Think about what I just said, because that's kind of what it comes down to is if you don't believe it, then you're saying that, well, this must not be true. Well, then if that little piece, if not that little piece, my gosh, his whole ministry, why he walked the earth was pretty much all about healing, right? So if, if that's not true, that's going to make the rest of the word untrue as well. Well, I can't live like that. I mean, that's just me. I can't live like that. So um, that's why I'm so glad that you guys are watching these seven days a week, because there's a lot of information going out through every single one of us. I said this many times, it was, you know, sickness, different routes, different paths, same Jesus for all of us. And so, you know, that's really important to know, same Jesus for all of us. So I want to go to Acts 10, 38, because again, I'm just going to point out some things about, you know, some scriptures and some truths about that healing was for all. And, um, you know, that's, oh my gosh, that's why I love, I mean, every teacher here is just awesome. And I'm not going to go through all the names. You know, it's like, I listen to everybody and I listened live the first time. Then I go back the second time. Sometimes I've gone back three times because I needed to be somewhere where I could like sit and write, because it's really important that you, you know, are watch or are, are ingesting and literally eating up that word. And, and digesting it and getting that so clear. And, you know, one of our biggest, I think the biggest issues about healing is we know a lot about it, but it's not, it hasn't anchored itself in the heart. So I want to, I want to just go over that a little bit. It hasn't anchored itself in the heart, but the sickness has, isn't that interesting? Really though, think about it. The sickness has anchored in the heart in a lot of cases, but the, the healing has not. And, you know, the scriptures are going somewhere because they're there and you're reading them. But where do they go? Are they going into the heart and literally penetrating the heart? That's a question that you might want to ask yourself. So where is this, where is the word of God going once you are, are ingesting it? You know, it's like, you know, we eat healthy food and, you know, it's going throughout our body and it's, and it's uh, making, you know, it's nourishing our bodies. So we know where the food's going. We also know where the bad food's going too. We know where some of that stuff is going. It's going right to my hips and my stomach. <laughs> okay, girls, come on. I know there are a lot of men watching too, but girls will, you know, we definitely have to watch some of those foods that attach themselves in the wrong places. But on a serious note, though, the heart, the heart gets filled with a lot of things. It gets filled with a lot of lies and it gets filled with a lot of truth as well. And remember, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. 
He's not the spirit of lies, so he only gives truth, but it's the truth of the word of God. It's not the truth that you might know because you might know truth, but it might be incorrect. You know, it's like before I became a Christian, I would have said I knew a lot about life and truth, but it was based on my own limitations because I didn't have Jesus. I had me and that was it. So I came to my own conclusions, had my own opinions, right? So that's all that I had on the inside of me. There was nothing else that was uh, feeding me. And so now, think about it. Now the word of God starts to feed me. And now my whole life starts changing because I was kind of in the same place, believing my same deceptive lies every day of what the world said. And listen, you know, when you go to a doctor, the doctor is going to tell you what your body is showing, let's say on a scan or something like that, right? But you can't you can't say that does that's not real, that doesn't exist. Because if that's what you're well, I take that back. One time they said I had diabetes and I didn't. <laughs> but for the most part, someone says, you know, that the scans are showing that you have a tumor on your something, you know? And so um you know, our job at that point right there is to say, you know, is to stop the life of that going forth because the next words are, you know, this is a death sentence, this is that, whatever, all these things are going to say about that. But our part is to stop it in its tracks because remember 2 Corinthians 10, 5 says to capture those thoughts, take them into captivity because once that thought goes out and starts spreading like wildfire on the inside of your brain and your heart, it's a very hard road because you're trying to counteract those thoughts and don't think that those thoughts don't come because they do. So that's why I'm saying that we don't say like, no, it's not, no, it's not, because you know what, honestly, you, you look sometimes you look like an idiot saying, no, I don't, no, I don't, no, I don't. You know, it's like, well, no, you, you do have a broken arm. It, I, I see the, the bones. Okay. Well, okay. So my arm is broken. Well, now I'm going to pray over this thing and those bones are going to align themselves. That's a different story. That's a different story than saying my arm is not broken and we're seeing an x-ray of your arm. Because it, it, it just, it, it's, it's actually kind of foolishness. No, my arm's not broken. No, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is broken. But let's pray right now for those bones to literally you know, men together and to align together and to be stronger than they were before. That's where the faith part, that's where that part comes in, right? So no matter what you're dealing with, whatever it is, you know, we're, you're going to go after it in the spirit realm and kill it, cut it off at its life source, right? It may be there, but it ain't going to be there for long now that I know, right? So you got to be strong about that and say right away, you know, it's just like, if, if you, you know, are, you see like you're in your house and you've got cameras, you know, all around your house and you see there's a burglar in your house. Are you going to sit there and wait till he gets up to your room and try to kill you? Or do you want to, you know, go and meet him with whatever, uh, call the police, a gun, whatever you got in your house to go after to get to, to stop that person. Which one are you going to do? Well, to me, I'm going to go down and stop him on the doorstep. You know, I'm not going to let him creep up the stairs and go, okay, one more stair and that's it. No, 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 no. I'm getting that guy right then. So that's what I'm saying is, are we going to, are we going to, it's like, I love Barry Bennett is one of the teachers at Andrew Wall McMinistries, Karis Bible College. 
And he does this whole story about the snake that, you know, gets in the front door and now it tries to take over your whole house. And pretty soon you find yourself in the corner like this because the snake has taken over the whole house when you could have taken your shovel or your ax and cut the dang head off the minute that it even got in your house. But see, we, we don't, we, we, we tolerate and put up with things because we have this problem where we uh, were a lack of knowledge that says, well, is healing for all? Let me answer that question. Yes, period. Yes, healing is for all. I don't know anybody that, uh, that, that the God singled out in the Bible that said that that person wouldn't receive. Now, I know there's alluded to when Jesus was in his own hometown that the people that he could do, he couldn't do mighty works, but he did, he did heal people there. He may not have healed all because all didn't come out. They didn't come out to see the, the Savior because all they were concerned with was that he was Joseph's son. How could that be? What are you talking about? Don't you know who that is? That's Joseph's son. We know him. You know, I changed his diaper when he was a little boy. He didn't have anything different on the inside of him as any of us do. Well, that was the problem. So that's what I'm saying that we have the... Uh, so God did not single anybody out in the Bible and say, you're not, I'll, I'll heal you, you and you, but you no, I'm not going to heal. So is healing for all? Yes. Does everybody experience healing? No, that is the big question. That's the biggest problem. I think in the Christian community is whether your church believes in healing or not. And so that's why churches clash a lot because some do, some don't. And that's the one thing that they can't agree upon, which is so dumb. You know, honestly, I've only been to a few churches because I've only been saved for 20 years. And we stayed at those churches. We've been to, I've been to three and we stayed at those churches. So I know a lot of people do a lot of church hopping. Some people have been at the same church for 50 years. Well, I praise God. I hope that church worked for you. I really, or I hope it's still working for you and it's still giving you truth because there's truth and then there's the lies and there's a deception and the deception isn't coming because they want to screw you all up and see you all die. The deception is, is when they don't see it work and they are afraid that if they keep talking about it and people keep dying, that it's not going to look good on their church. And that's really the main reason why they stop. Now, I know plenty of churches that still hammer that word about healing, and they've seen a lot of people die, but that doesn't move them. It doesn't stop them. And praise God for these churches that are being honest. But the ones that aren't, you know, it's like I heard this, this um, uh, saying, which is really pretty awesome. It says, you're either in a battleship or a cruise ship. That's what kind of church you You have to define what kind of church you're in right now. You're either in a cruise ship church or a battleship church. And with all the stuff we've got going on, I would want to be on the battleship church because the cruise ship church has sunk and they're doing everything that they can to doggy paddle, swim, whatever it is to get to the top so they don't drown. So that's why you want to make sure you've got to get out of churches that don't believe in healing. And I mean that because I've heard many times, well, but everything else that the, um, 
we love the pastors and we love everything else, but they just don't talk about healing too much. Or they just really don't, you know, want to, they don't really preach about healing. Get out. That's coming from me. You can blame me. Tell them to come watch Healing Journeys today. But get out because that church is not telling you the whole truth. Whether you see it or not, the church is not being honest with you. And I want you to hear that. Whether you see the healing or not, the church is not being honest. They're, gonna, they're just surfacely uh, talking about it. But you need to get to the meat and potatoes of it. So thank God for, you know, for podcasts and thank God for uh, YouTube and all of this stuff, Facebook and all, because we have an opportunity to hear the truth if you choose. And you know what? Choosing to go to a different doctrine is not always fun because it's going to mess with the inside of you when you have when you realize I believe I've been believing this for a very long time and now um, I just found out that you know I got truth revealed to me that that's not the case that I've been lied to all this time so anyway I just wanted to throw that out there but I love this um, Acts 10 38. it says and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, and with power, then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Now, when he's talking about being oppressed from the devil, that's sickness, that's depression, that's a lot of, that's everything that's not going right in your body. That's, you're being oppressed by something. You're being held down by something. And don't you hate that? Don't you hate the fact that you know that something is holding you down? Man, I do. I don't like being controlled by the devil. I've done it for many years, but I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. I know when it's happening and I, and I resist it because what the Bible tells us to resist, to submit to God, resist the devil and he will flee. So that's why we resist. And I don't care if you're in a public setting or a private setting, you must resist that devil because he's going to keep on trying his tactics because that's what he does. Remember, the devil has no problem trying to figure out whether he is uh, who he is or, you know, who he is. Am I a good guy, bad guy? Do I kill sometimes? Do I destroy sometimes? Other times not. No. There's no identity crisis with the devil. He's come to do one thing, kill, steal, and destroy. But what we do is that, unfortunately, because we've had so much history of other things, we sit on the fence and we teeter this way and we teeter that way. And when and and that's the that's what's getting us into trouble. Trust me. Hello, guilty. Can't do that anymore. Like at least you have to make a very uh, 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 you have to make a decision to to take down those lies to at least say, that's not true. Whether I'm acting on this, let's say it's fear and anxiety, whether I'm acting on fear and anxiety right now or not, I know that that is a lie from the pit of hell. Start there. I want you to start there because it's really important that you do that. Stop, start there. I know this is a lie. I know it's a lie. I, I've allowed my body to experience, <coughs> excuse me, um, I allow my body to experience fear, which has now turned into anxiety, but I know that God has something much better for me. So I'm stopping this thing in its tracks right now. And that's what we do. 
And I'm not saying that it, it may work right then, but boy, if you don't try, why not? Why not? What do you have to lose? You know what you have to lose? You have, you have everything to lose sickness-wise. You will lose the sickness. You will lose the fear. You will lose the anxiety. You will lose whatever it is that literally oppresses you. And that's what the enemy's job is. Remember, steal, kill, and destroy. Three things. That's all they care about, all he cares about. Um, so that's why, you know, it's important that we understand where all this came from. You know, Isaiah 53, 5 says, but he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. And by his stripes, we are healed. Seriously. He did all of that for us that he was pierced for our rebellion, for our sins. And he, or, and, and he was pierced and crushed for our sins. Man, that's pretty rough. Pierced and crushed for our sins. And he was beaten down so that we could rise up and be whole. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. He was still beaten down and crushed for your sin. There's no, there's no um, thinking like, well, you know, I've been thinking this way for my whole life. I'm in my 60s or whatever, or I'm in my 80s, and I, you know, I've been thinking this way. Well, stop. Stop thinking that way. Like, literally, stop thinking that way. You don't even think that way anymore. Because it is, it's, it's not, it's putting you in a bad place. It's putting you in the position mentally and physically in a place that you don't want to be. I know you don't. You know why? Because you're all wanting to be here, watching Healing Journeys today, which that is so awesome. You know, you guys that are watching this, and especially the ones that are watching every week, you guys are taking action, and that's really important. You need, you are taking action. You're not just settling. You're not just being, you know, a, a sitting duck waiting to be shot at. You guys are taking action. So I want you to know that. And I want you to celebrate that in yourself, that you are taking action. You are not just sitting there and allowing this stuff to, to mess with you. You are a person of action. And that's, what, and that's what you're doing. You're putting faith to action. You know, when I was a, a young person, there was so much trauma in my life, so much strife in my life, that I actually was addicted to it and didn't know how to live my life without it. That's interesting, isn't it? That you would think that an addiction of some sort, like what I was dealing with, who would want, first of all, who would want that, <laughs> right? Isn't that dumb? Like who would want to deal with that on a daily basis? But I did, and I did everything I could to try to get, you know, to, um, to get rid of it the way I knew how to get rid of it, which was not, which was nothing actually. You know, I was just, I would, I would just like sit and just kind of like bear down and say, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Well, that really didn't get me anywhere. It might have helped me for a moment while I was in that moment, but it didn't get me anywhere. And I would just go right back into creating some kind of trauma in my life so that I would have something to think about. So I would have something to work on. Interesting, huh? I tell you something, the mind is a crazy thing. It just really is. 
it can do all kinds of things. And man, I know that I didn't, I, you know, if you would have asked me if I wanted to keep trauma and strife in my life, and you know what I would have said? Oh God, no. But why was I keeping it there? Why was I uh, generating trauma and strife daily? Why was I doing those kind of things? Well, that's the only life that I actually knew. And that's what we revert to is what we know. But unfortunately, all that trauma and strife in my life, as I got older, you know, started turning into symptoms. And that's why you don't want to do that. So I, don't, I mean, you could be 20 years old right now watching this, or you could be 60 years old watching this or 80. If you're doing that to yourself, I, I'm encouraging you right now. I am telling you, or as the Bible says, I implore you, I beseech you, don't do that anymore. Don't do anymore because it will at some point produce a symptom in your body. But I didn't know that somebody already died for my sin. You know, it's interesting because um, Nicole Marbach, you know, uh, went through so much with, you know, just bipolar disorder and PTSD, you know, and all that stuff. And, um, and you know, she had to really deal with, with torturing herself. That self-harm, you know, taking that butcher knife to your arm or your leg and getting uh, joy out of watching blood flow. Now, that's just something really foreign to me, and I'm sure it might be for you or maybe not. There might be some of you that actually have experienced this before. But you know what? If you really think about it, yes, that was probably going to kill her faster than what I'm going to tell you. But for me, it was working out. If I worked out for three, four hours a day, seven days a week, that's how I coped with everything. That was my way of, of coping with, with pain, you know, like uh, mental pain, with um, physical stuff, with, you know, relationships and all that, and anxiety and fear and all that stuff. The way I dealt with it was I would do, I would work out and I would work out like crazy. I mean, it was like, who works out that much? You don't have to do that to yourself. Well, I, in a way, it was like a self-harm. And it would feel so good to me to literally drop into bed um, at the end of the day because I could not. I couldn't just lay there and try to go to sleep. That was not me. I would have been having all kinds of anxiety attacks, panic attacks, all that stuff. And I would not have done well at all with that. So that's what my mechanism was, is that I went to... The, uh, the working out six hours a day. So, you know, there's, you might have something else, you know, that you dealt with that you did uh, to, to try to counteract that fear and anxiety or whatever it is, that oppression that was on the inside of you. You know, like I said, we all handle things a little differently. So no matter what you did and no matter how you did it or how often as you did it, I want to remind you of Romans 8.1. That says that, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the living, of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. So you're a free person. I'm going to repeat that. You are a free person. A person of freedom. And, and if that's something that you have to keep going back to for yourself, and reminding yourself, you know what? I'm free. I, I am free. I'm free because Jesus set me free. 
because he took the beating. He took all of what he needed to take on his body so that I could be free. So that's why, seriously, you got to, at some point, start believing this. You guys are listening a lot, and that is awesome. But I want you to start now saying, I'm putting this to work. And I'm sure most, I'm sure you all have. So please, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, oh, you haven't even tried. No, I, I, I know who you are. I mean, I know because I've identified with your questions and all that stuff. But, but seriously, though, what is it for you? What does it? What, 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 what messes you up during a day? I'm not kidding you. Start asking yourself these questions because that's where you're going to get answers. God only, listen, he wants you to find the answer more than you want to find the answer. Why? Because he's your father, right? He loves you. He doesn't want to see you suffer at all. He doesn't want to see any suffering. He doesn't want to see you, day, you sick one day, not even one day, not even an hour. He doesn't want to see you sick. And I need you to know that because a lot of people, I mean, not a lot of people, but a lot of churches believe that. And that's a bunch of junk. And so you got to make sure that you're not listening to that kind of stuff because it's, it's true. It's very true. So I want you to protect yourself from that. But it's really important um, to know that, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't bring any water in here, um, is healing for all. Yes. Uh, Mark 16, 17, and 18. Uh, well, let me just start actually at 15. And then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes in safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. And then I love this at the end. And when the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And it says, and the disciples went everywhere and preached, and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said, what they said by many miracles, miraculous signs. So look at this. I love this because it says, and then the disciples went everywhere and preached, and the Lord worked through them. That's why if you've been prayed over, the Lord has worked through that person. If that person believes in healing. Now, a lot of people will just say, oh, you know, Miss, Mr. and Mrs., I'll pray for you. I'll be praying. There's a difference between I'll be praying for you from a distance or no, I am praying for you. And this is how I'm going to pray. Cancer, you die right now in the name of Jesus. And they know it. Not that they know about it, but they understand what is on the inside of them, who is working through them. They had that understanding to say, I know, so I am telling you right now, whatever it is, blood pressure, come down in the name of Jesus, right? Um, you know, we talk about the broken bone. Bone, be mended together, molded together. Be healed now in Jesus' name. Um, diabetes, get out of this body. Pancreas, you will, work, you will work correctly. You will be perfect, whatever it is. But the person that is praying for you, if they don't have an understanding of that healing, it doesn't work. It doesn't, it does, it, 
well, okay, let's put it this way. I'm not going to limit anything. If they feel that, you know, just saying Jesus's name is enough and they may not even believe, hey, listen, if you get healed, awesome. But I don't hear those testimonies very often. But I will never limit God on anything. Because I know for me, if I walk by someone, I can command healing in that body. Because that's what God told me. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it 100%. And I know that you guys are warriors. And I know that you guys are amazing people. And I know that you guys are learning so much. And you are all going to get up and out of your situations and start moving and doing and shaking up the kingdom of darkness immediately now. I don't want to hear any more about all of this stuff. I'm so tired of hearing about I, I just hate it. I hate hearing that, you know, this went away and then this came on. I hate that because that's just the enemy trying to bombard you with more stuff. So you go, forget it. This doesn't work, right? If you think, forget it, it doesn't work. Guess what? Forget it. It doesn't work. I get so, I get so mad at that because God does want you well. And matter of fact, Andrew Womack has a great teaching about that called God Wants You Well. And you can get it on his website. And he's got, you've already got it on his website. That's another one. He's got spirit, soul, and body on his website. These are, these are tools for you to get an understanding of who you are, whose you are, and how and why you can say, be healed in Jesus' name, and it has to happen. You guys are amazing people. You are more than conquerors, but you are amazing people. And you guys, and I'm telling you, I'm excited about these testimonies that are going to come in. I know it. I know it. I don't know all of you and I don't know your situations, but I know my Jesus. That's the one I do know. And I know that his word works. So whatever you're feeling, if there's anything wrong, I want you to put your hand on that right now. Hand, leg, heart, brain, whatever it is. In Jesus name, we command healing in your body right now. I speak death to anything that is foreign in your body that shouldn't be there. And I speak life to your immune system. I tell pain that you must die and exit their body right now in Jesus' name. Any conditions that are trying to mess with you, hang on, linger, and all that, we give you an, we give you an expiration date right now, today, right now. You must leave now in Jesus' name. And I mean that. I'm not messing around. I'm not playing. I'm not hoping. I know it. So in Jesus' name, you are healed. And I love you guys, and we will see you next week. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.